Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. Today I speak to Lionel Chung and Moses James, co founders of Innovate Fitness, and Daryl Tan, registered social worker at the Singapore Children's Society. We're going to find out about Operation Broken Wing, how it has helped improve the lives of marginalized youth through fitness and how the Singapore Children's Society benefits from being involved in the program. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. I have n- I have never had three <laughs> fit young men in the studio with me at one time. So this is going to be interesting. Okay, who is going to give me an overview of Operation Broken Wing? Okay, so... Uh, Lionel. Hi, my name is- <laughs> yeah, so I'm Lionel. Operation Broken Wing. Operation Broken Wing was started... I think about six years ago, or rather it was restarted by Innovate Fitness six years ago. And we wanted to organize an event to rally the fitness community together Mm -hmm. to raise funds for youth at risk or marginalized youth here in Singapore. Yeah, so that's our main intention. And not just raising money, but we wanted to get them involved in the fitness scene, fitness community altogether. It's interesting because this is not a new idea. Uh, around yeah. the world, people have, have thought that when it comes to disenfranchised youth, youth at risk, one of the things that is useful is getting fit. Fitness and the discipline behind it yeah. helps them to channel some of their perhaps misplaced energy. That's right, that's right. So have you found that mm. to be the case? Yeah, definitely so. Operation Broken Wing is very different because, like what I mentioned just now, we don't just run a fundraising event. Mm-hmm. We actually go down. So we go down to the charities. We go down to Singapore Children's Society and we teach them functional fitness or sometimes even CrossFit. In those programs, we see many of these youths change. They learn a lot of life skills. They learn a lot of discipline, grit, resilience. Those are the key things that we try our best to impart to them. At the same time, we really occupy their time. Mm-hmm. They, they're not out there doing vices or being engaged in these kind of vices. Well, they're either too busy or too tired. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> We're going to bring uh, Daryl Tan, registered social worker at Singapore Children's Society, into the conversation here. Have you found that to be the case from, from the work that you do? Yeah, definitely. One thing great about working with Operation Broken Wing is that it's very in line with what we do at the youth centres. Mm-hmm. We're from Roundbox Youth Centre, which is one of the four youth centres of Singapore Children's Society. And we actually do our therapy and our counsellings through sports. Okay. So we don't do your traditional in a room, not very much in a room kind of four walls, I sit in front of you and talk about your problems. We actually mm-hmm. don't do much of that. We do most of our therapy through sports. Mm-hmm. One of them is CrossFit. Uh, we have Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We have, we have running, boxing even. So a lot of different sports. And we use these as a, as a platform to kind of talk about issues without the walls. Because kids, you've, they, they're not comfortable. Okay, I need to stop you there. Yep. Kids. What age are we talking about? Okay, we're talking about um, youths between 13 to 18. Okay, they're not kids. Yeah. They'll tell you <laughs> they're, they're not kids. Yeah, they're not, yeah, they'll say they're not kids, but yeah, we'll, we'll say we'll call them youth. So yeah, these young people, they have so much energy, mm. but yet also a lot of issues that people don't know about. And if you want to sit them in a room to talk about things like self-esteem, to think, talk about things like confidence, to even talk about things like um, self-harm, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard to break it down, break them down and, and have them share with you their problems in a room. So what we do is we use sports to uh, break down the barriers, build rapport. Mm-hmm. And when they're so comfortable with, with being around the coaches, the, the therapists, then that's when we do all developmental work. Okay, mm. we're going to bring Moses 
into the conversation now. Moses, you are a co-founder of Innovate Fitness, so I'm going to assume you and Lionel both sat down and agreed to do this together. Yeah, this event is something that we have to think carefully about each year before we uh, go ahead to, to do it because it's uh, quite a yeah. huge, huge uh, undertaking, takes up a lot of time. Sure. We've uh, always seen it uh, as a very worthwhile uh, thing to invest our time in. Mm-hmm. Um, we like how uh, it's grown over the years and it's very ground up. So I think the first one when we did it, we had like 40 people maybe who yeah, signed up. Yeah, that's right, about 40 people. And mm. I think just last year, we had about 650. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a pretty significant, uh, sizable number of people that uh, have found out about the event and are supporting us every year with this. Okay, Lionel, uh, Moses, both of you, do you find yourselves being put into the role of mentors wow. through this program? Do yeah. the kids look up to you? Okay, yeah, yeah. not kids, youth. Oh, youth, <laughs> youth, youth. <laughs> Definitely for sure. I think um, there have been, we, we run many programs, not mm-hmm. just with the charities, but also with schools. So sometimes when we go into the schools, we run what they call time-out programs with mm-hmm. them, whereby we engage their, some of the troubled youth or problematic youth, if you may, and we get them to well, do CrossFit. And I think through those programs, we actually befriend them. They see us not just as coaches, but confidants. They tell us their problems sometimes. And at the same time, we encourage them to not just stop their journey at the end of the program, but to come over to Innovate Fitness. They can train, and they can train for free for some of these youth. uh, Because sometimes many of these youth also have financial difficulties. And after that, that is where that impartation comes in. That, well, in a sense, rehabilitation, if you may. They engage with our community, they engage with other adults, they engage with us and other coaches. So from there, they pick up little things like uh, how we speak, how we carry ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we don't sit them down and counsel them. We don't, we, we, we don't have the qualifications. We don't know how to do that. But I think... But you uh, can be big brothers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Like, we can just hear them out, especially when they want to talk about their problems and stuff like that. So we really provide them that opportunity and the outlet for them. All right, we're speaking to Lionel Chung and Moses James, co-founders of Innovate Fitness, and Daryl Tan, registered social worker at the Singapore Children's Society. Now, perhaps this is a question that not a lot of Singaporeans ask. How big of a problem is it? How big of a problem is marginalized youth here? I wouldn't say it's a big problem, but it is something that it's very rarely talked about. Mm -hmm. I think more the overarching thing that is in the news recently is about inequality in in uh, in adults and families. So if you say that there are inequality in families, there is inequality in youth as well. So what we see here, this so-called marginalized, uh, disadvantaged youth, there's a good population of them that come from low-income families. Mm -hmm. And with that, they are severely lacking resources as compared to their peers. That puts them right at a disadvantage. So I, there are a lot of there are a lot of changes in in the ministry in education trying to bridge that gap, but we still got a lot of work to do mm-hmm. because these things are not very youths are not very often talked about. It's very easy to kind of discount these young people. Oh, they're just noisy. They're just growing up. It's it's a phase. But a lot of them, if they actually see that the poverty as their life, so mm. when they see it as like, oh, my parents <coughs> are like that, my family is like that, that's my life. That's what I'm going to grow up. And most of the time, because of the lack of resources, they might not do very well in school. Mm-hmm. And the not doing well in school have people telling them that, hey, look... You, it just this, reinforces it the just negative reinforces, message, yes. doesn't mm-hmm. it? And they grow up with that mentality that this is it. I've got no hope. And look, I've come across cases a lot of times where they go through our programs and in the end they tell us that, look, when I first joined you guys, when I first joined the centre, I was hopeless. People called me useless. Mm-hmm. They said I couldn't do anything. Teachers said I couldn't do anything. But in the end, 
I have hope. I want to be a CrossFit trainer, like, like you know, <laughs> I want to be, I want to be a social worker one day. So, hope is what these kids are lacking. I would say problem, yes, it's relatively unknown problem. I would say is it a yeah. growing problem it in is, our society? Yes, yes it's growing, sizable, <clears throat> very sizable. Okay. Hmm. So that's something that should concern Singaporeans as a whole, wherever your social strata is. Because if we have a growing portion of our youth who are feeling that like there's no hope, then that's dangerous for all of us. Very, very. These young people make up the future. Yes. So when 20 years down the road, these young people will, will make, will take jobs, will run the country, will run businesses, will run different things. So if we do not develop them now with positive values, with equip them with, with confidence in themselves and hope for the future, then it's fair to say that the future is bleak. So I would say it's, yeah, it's, it's important for us to, to be aware that work needs to be done with these, with these young people. Okay. Yeah, and right. I hope it gets done. Um, Operation Broken Wings, talk to us about uh, the achievements so far. You said six years, right? Yeah, so, okay, over the years, uh, like what Moses said, we started out small. We started out with like 40 people and we raised, I think, about $20,000 uh, with the help of, I think, uh, SG50 at a point in time. So it was like yeah, a one-for-one. One. Uh, back then, we raised funds for uh, Reach Community Services Society, mm-hmm. whom are amazing people. And just last year, we managed to raise, I think, about 125000 Is that right? About 125000 for Singapore Children's Society mm-hmm. at Operation Broken Wing. And so year on year, we've done that. But I think most importantly, year on year, beyond the monies raised, we have reached out to more and more youth each time. We moved from just having a one-off interaction with them to conducting classes to even now engaging schools and their troubled youth in schools. So that's something that we are proud of and happy that where Operation Operation Broken Wing is going towards. And I think that that is also where we want to bring that to a next level in future. So it's not just going to be about the youth here in Singapore, but we hope to also engage the youth in the wider community Mm -hmm. in the the region, Southeast Asia, Mm -hmm. and help them out as well. All right. Now, a lot of people think it's really easy to write a check. Yeah. You know, $10, $50, $200, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's really easy to make a donation, never, never think about it again. Are there other things that people can do if they want to, to do more, if they want to themselves engage with these marginalized youth? Definitely. There's, there's so much things that everyone, everyone can do. More than just money. A donation is donation. But mm-hmm. if... That's easy. That's easy. You can just... Yeah. You, with a click of a button, you can, you can make a donation. <clears throat> easy. Yeah. But what we really look for is, is collaborations mm-hmm. and building a community. So people, more than just giving money, they can come to our centre, speak to these kids, get to know them, get to know these young people, get to know about their dreams, help them out by offering opportunities, open doors for them. I think this is what Operation Broken Wing has done. Um, more than just raising, raising funds, they actually open up doors, so much doors for our young people. Mm-hmm. We have we have youths who, who gain employment from from gyms. We have youths who we have gyms coming up and say like, look, any of your or any of your, your youth want to come by our, our gym, you can use the facilities for free. Right. Mm. Um, classes that typically cost a lot of money yes. per month, free of charge. Gyms are expensive. Yes. Gyms. I mean, <laughs> yes. Yes. They, they are. They are. Yeah. Sports, fitness, lifestyle in Singapore is expensive, and these kids, it might sometimes. The monthly membership might even be more than their their annual uh, their monthly housecoing income. Sure. Yeah. So by opening doors like that, you're giving a lot of opportunities for these kids already. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Before I let you go, and we run out of time, gentlemen, tell us about upcoming Operation Broken Wing projects 
or ideas that you might have. <laughs> so Moses looks a bit worried now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one thing that's a bit different this year is that we're also including a, a yoga kind of component. This is yoga for hope. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, on the second day of the event. Uh, in the past, it's always been just one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more functional fitness uh, type movements. Uh, now we've got a new initiative with Yoga for Hope uh, on, on the Sunday 16th of mm. uh, February. So uh, that's something uh, quite interesting. And we are looking to see how the response is for that. And uh, yeah. it will kind of guide us uh, with the plans for next year. Come and join. I think uh, <laughs> most importantly, is just come and be a part of it. You don't just need to write a check. You can be a part of the event. I think that... Tell uh, us how. how. Tell us how we can come. So when is it? Operation Brooklyn is happening on 15th and 16th February. Day 1, 15th February, is like what Moses said, is a functional fitness event. How it runs is that it's a 15-minute workout. You do a workout just as what Daryl mentioned, to fight for hope. This workout is called Fight for Hope. And uh, we want to get everyone down to do this workout. And the monies are raised in a very unique manner. If I'm doing the workout, I have to find sponsors for myself. And the sponsors can be in the form of family members, loved ones, friends, Mm -hmm. father, mother. Chinese New Year is coming. You can ask your entire family (laughs) to be your sponsors. In this period where they find the sponsors, they ask them to sponsor them for every single repetition that they do. So in this workout of 15 minutes, I'm let's just say I chalk out 15 uh, or rather 100 repetitions and my sponsors pledge a dollar a repetition. At the end of the day, I will have effectively raised $100 for Youth at Risk. So it's a very ground-up event. We don't have many big companies, big corporate sponsors throwing us money. We don't have that. All our money is raised, even from the first year to last year, have always been ground up. Okay. From the lit- from the smallest kind of donations of like $40 to slightly bigger ones, like $150 to $200. We, it all adds up. So last year, we think we had also like 2,000 sponsors with 650 athletes. So that was really, really impressive. In Yoga for Hope, the mechanisms are also the same in how we raise money for the youth at risk. So be a part of it. Join. Sign up online at uh, operationbrokenwing.com. All right. Thank you so much, Lionel Chung and Moses James, co-founders of Innovate Fitness and Daryl Tan, registered social worker at the Singapore Children's Society for coming in and talking to us about Operation Broken Wing and our marginalized youth. This is Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.